Uh, let me just go ahead and let you in on a little secret here. This here is the Enemy Slime Podcast. It's episode number 160. I'm your usual host, Jared, and of course I am joined today by Mr. Michael Mahoney. Hey, everybody. Nice to see you. I have Mr. J. Joseph Jr. Wake me up when it's 169. I have Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Democracy has failed. I do not have Mr. Doug Wilson. Where is he? We don't even know. No, I'm here too, guys. Hi, I'm Doug. Oh, well, Doug, I knew you Wait, were there. That sounds too oh, much oh. like Doug. What's going on? <laughs> it's suspiciously Doug. Wait, 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 wait. Let's give him a test to see. If you're Doug, what's your favorite game? Hey, everyone, I love Dark Souls. I'm Doug. Hi, I like Dark Souls. Ah, that's him. Doug. That checks out. That checks yeah, out. That's like Doug, man. That checks Good out completely. Uh, uh, all right. Well, Doug is here, so that's good. Uh, that makes this Yay. a little simpler. Uh, let's go ahead and start with our uh, kind of, I guess, not necessarily news. I didn't write down any news, so I assume that nothing happened this week. Uh, so in, unless someone can correct me there, I think we're pretty much good. Injustice uh, uh, announced more characters. Injustice did? Yeah. Uh, still, like doing stuff well the injustice 2 uh the sequel and it they have really like before they would release the game and then announce all the bullshit characters <laughs> that they were adding but now they've just decided to tell us about it right up front and i i don't right. know why <laughs> like um yeah I really wonder how well that game is going to sell now that you know that like in order to get anything out of it you have to spend uh, ju- just a ridiculous amount of money like I think I think there's two versions isn't there there's like a regular $60 one and then there's a fucking $100 one that gives you more characters and and not even all of them Oh wow I, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's I, I, ho- I hope it fails because NetherRealm has really gotten like they gotten greedy with that stuff. I, I think they're making Capcom look reasonable, and that's sort of saying something. So they're. Uh... I mean, it looked like it looked like they had this whole concept for like power armor, and they just dropped that in favor of just throw- stuffing more characters in there. Uh... Well, that does sound better. I can't. That's right. We have power armor. Yeah, nine characters as DLC. Uh... Damn. And let's see. Hang on here. So there's nine nine DLC characters, and in total, the game will feature one, two, three, four. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty, twenty-three. So a little less than half. Um a few less. All right, give me that. the rundown. Give me one character who I might be interested in. Uh, they got Swamp Thing. Yeah, Swamp Thing is uh, one of them. Okay, that's actually pretty good. Uh, I'd be curious about Scarecrow uh, in a fighting game. I think that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, that's true. Who's Gorilla Grodd? He's like the super intelligent gorilla that antagonizes the Flash a lot. Yeah. He's not a a very good villain. The Flash doesn't have very... The Flash doesn't really have very good villains. That's what most of Flash episodes are like. Hi, I'm Flash from the future, or I am Flash from the past. I just remember that he and Superman had a race, and I don't even know who won because I got distracted. What about I think Solomon they got distracted Grundy? too. I think that's how that ended. Solomon yeah, Grundy. Yeah. Solomon Grundy is not uh, in it, but Cheetah is. He's not in it. That's too bad. Wait, uh, yeah, Solomon Cheetah was Grundy announced. Is in the game. Yeah, Solomon Grundy is not in the game. That's fucking retarded. That's like having 
I think he was in the first one, wasn't he? Let's see. Yeah. Well, oh, really? I, I, Michael's not going to be interested in any of these, but, but no, Lucille might right. be interested in a few. We have Black <laughs> Canary now. Facetious. Yeah, Black Canary now. We have uh, <laughs> Poison Ivy. Oh, don't forget Blue Beetle. Oh, yeah. I, I, Blue Beetle was in that as well. Back. At least some women don't look like horrible clay monsters anymore. What about the Green Ranger? Uh, no, no the green, green Ranger. The Green One's in there, too. The Green Arrow? Oh, Green Arrow. Yeah. No, actually, uh, I think Green Tommy, Arrow's out. Played the flute. We have Tyrannosaurus. Black Canary, but no Green Arrow. Yeah, Green Green Arrow's out. It's Green Lantern this time. No Arrow. He's Black Green Arrow is rumored. He's along along with other rumors. I mean, if you're gonna have Black Canary, you have to have Green Arrow. They're a team. I mean, I I would rather take a sexy wife than him. Oh, I'm sorry, Oliver. On that. Um, I mean, I, I'm not gonna buy this anyway. But yeah. Who is this? For confirmed characters, we have Atrocitus. I know everyone's excited about that one. Uh huh. Um, there's Boy, Robin. Oh yeah, and Robin. We already mentioned Gorilla Grodd. Gorilla Grodd. This is like a real, real star picks. Uh, <laughs> Supergirl, isn't it? So I'm happy about get, that one. Get your, get your pre-order in, Jay. Especially now that she no longer has a horrific jaw infection. Uh, there's a guy um, named There's a guy named Dark Side. He's in it. Dark side. Dark side. Finally, dark a black side. superhero. Is he a is he a rabbit? Uh, dark side is not the black superhero. Is he a point. rabbit? No, he's not a rabbit. Rapper. He's oh. basically the DC version of Apocalypse. He might be a rapper, but he is definitely not a rabbit. He's voiced by a black guy. I know that. He's voiced by. A, it's not the DC version of Apocalypse. It's a DC version of Thanos. Oh my god. Or I think it's um, actually Thanos is the Marvel version of Dark Side, but one of them. Well, all right. So anyway, there's lots of characters, and they're all great. They're all fantastic. Do you, do you all... know what that word means, Jared? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I liked the first Injustice enough. Like it was, it was fun. Yeah, it, it, it had kind of a, right. it had kind of an interesting story mode with like evil Superman, and I, I don't know. It was, it was, it was cool. Um, it was a fun enough fighting game. I think. I think it's like you know. I think the problem with Injustice Two is that it's what you said. They're just getting way too ahead of themselves on this game. Yeah, like it's one thing. It's one thing to release your game and then be like, guys, guess what? Last Saturday made a new character, and you can have him for five ninety nine. Like that's one thing. But these guys have just really very boldly proclaimed like we think our game is so good that you don't deserve the entire thing for $60 you need to yeah, pay you don't deserve the whole roster you need to pay another 40 another 40 Jay 40 fucking dollars <laughs> what planet I, what where where do you get off how many characters were in the Mortal Kombat ultimate pack I, uh, Mortal Kombat 3 sorry uh, oh ultimate oh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat? Like a yeah there's like a thousand people in that game yeah, that's true. Yeah, but that's like that's there, there were, there Mortal, were Mortal Kombat three something. Mortal, Mortal Kombat three wasn't worth getting until the ultimate version, and then it's going to be the same thing with Injustice two. They're going to announce this big pre-order deal, and then I'm going to wait. Just I'm just I'll just wait like a year or two. Yeah, I can wait for fighting games. I'd actually I'd agree with that. I think Mortal Kombat three is not a great example because it is a second release of Mortal Kombat three. Um, I think the better example would be Mortal Kombat like two maybe um and, and right and even even then the roster's uh pretty much the same size except nine of them weren't fucking dlc <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was in a time before dlc it was especially in a time before the dlc was on the fucking disc and then you just have to pay money to unlock it 
Yeah. It's like the worst. Yeah, those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever. Anyway, it's uh yeah, it's 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 coming. So if you if you like Supermans and and Superboys, get your fists ready to punch <laughs> people to death. I think that's a great ringing endorsement. You should do the next commercial. You should just Who's even doing it? What is it? Midway doesn't exist anymore, do they? Who's who? Who's the? Company? Well, I, don't know what they're uh, I think it's <laughs> WB publishes it. Uh, okay. Well, uh, contact the WB and tell them that you have their next commercial right here. Yeah, Warner Brothers Interactive. So. Oh, Nether Realms. That's right, Nether Realms. Well, Nether Realms the d- developer, but Warner Brothers is the publisher. Right. Okay. Uh. All right. Well, I'll let them know. I'll give them a heads up, and we should be good to go. Hey, should we talk about hey. about that game of the year thing? Um, yeah, we want to talk about the the Steam Greenlight thing. The what? The Steam Greenlight thing. What happened on Steam Green? I don't even know. It's gone. Well, they're gonna close it. Yay! Why Yay! would Why would ding, they do ding, that? Ding, <laughs> because they keep getting garbage. Now we're not gonna be able to get bad. Crown of Beards well, on fucking game. Steam. Yeah, how um, are we gonna get on Steam? I don't know, man. You guys missed your vote. Well, we better start so developing it now. putting anything on Steam anymore? So what they're going to do is that they have a new program, which in true Steam fashion, they haven't really fleshed out. But basically, they need to, they're need they going to need to submit a bunch of documentation. Um, so not full of shit. Who would, why, would you, right. why would you repeal such a critical system without having a, a new system in place? <laughs> <laughs> that just seems so odd to me. But anyway, whatever. You, you know what they should do? It's, they should say that they're repairing Steam Greenlight. Ah, there we go. Um, and, calling it, and calling it something else. But then they say that it's going to be a recuperable um, fee to enter. And they say it's going to be anywhere from $100 to $5,000. Okay. Uh, okay. So of course, mo- most of the are shitting themselves. Just, you know, $5,000 is uh, kind of steep. That's, but that might be as much as they Jason can make. Had to, like, didn't Jason have to, like, raise the grand for something anyway? Or am I thinking something else? I, I might be getting it mixed up. I think he needed, with the license a, he I think he needed a Unity license. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm getting that mixed I don't, up. Never I don't mind. know if he actually needed anything for Steam. Um, I yeah. think it was only, like, 100 bucks to go into Greenlight. So uh, I think okay. it's a 100 buck thing. And then what they're going to do is they're going to feed it to this automated system so the automated system can reject it or approve it. Which is... Uh, but really, all they need to do is they just need to get some fucking quality control. Like, hire some fucking people about... Stop. Oh, please, stop right there. You know that Steam is never going to do any such customer service anything. It's got to be It's got to be tough to <laughs> have a... Customer service. It's it's got to be tough to have a company that makes s- so much money with such a skeleton crew. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure like nine people work for Valve. So yeah, it's got to be can afford like eleven. Just oh, hire two people that are gonna look through they, games and be like, I'll bet you they could triple their staff if they wanted and still be in the black. Like they make a fuck ton of money, a fuck yeah. ton of money. I can get one to stay small, but like hire a couple of people. Listen. I then go Listen to the me. submissions and see which are bullshit and which aren't, and that's it, man. Listen to me. Gabe's no. hamburgers are not going to buy themselves. That money needs to come from somewhere. God, have you guys ever seen his house? No. It is, Does he have a right. moat? It is so goddamn dope. 
Let me uh, let me check it out. It's on. Let's see. Uh, let, me, let me look online. It's on Mercer Island. Um, Mercer Island sounds pretty badass. Mercer oh, Island just... is a, a cool place. Um, let me see if I can find you. There was like a thing that had pictures of it. Uh, oh damn! Holy shit! Look at this place. It's a dope friggin' house. Like holy shit! He doesn't have a moat, but he has a fucking swamp. Yeah, that's even better than a moat. Gabe's set. Um, I can't Ooh, find. Dope. I can't hey, have you ever? I, I I I don't want to get too political, but have you ever? Have you seen um Bernie Sanders' new house, the one he bought after he ran? No, but it better be fly as hell. <laughs> it's it's pretty for an old guy. It's fly. It's it's fly for an old guy. Um, uh, let's see. Gabe Newell. God, he lives on a. He's got like a fucking beach. Holy shit! Yeah, this is, dude. Yeah, I know. So now you can see I'm why, in the wrong business. Now you can see why Valve can't afford any more people. <laughs> it all had to go into the, his beautiful. Can you sell days. one of your solid golden toilet game and just hire up one person? Oh, I mean, you know, that guy's got I'm a bidet. Sure. Like a fancy I mean, yeah. one that plays like a song. When I, w- I would hope he's probably got a guy to do that for him. And he's probably on the steam payroll. Yeah, I would think so. <laughs> One of the pictures that comes wow. up is Gabe with a hunting knife. I think he, he doesn't. Have you? That's how he protects this, his house. This the podcast. Have you ever gotten like to a place where you're sitting in your in your like small apartment, and you're like, you know what? I have a, I have a pretty nice life. I'm satisfied. I'm happy. I can buy like what no, I want. I've never I been happy in my life. I want. And then you look at some asshole's house online, and you're like, God damn it! Not really. Yeah, no, I well, I, I get I what you that. mean. I, I get what you mean. I just feel that all the time, though, <laughs> for everyone. So I look at like a homeless guy and he looks like kind of happy. And I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, Why not me? Stop that. Cut that out. Stop that. Yeah. He's just like, you know, playing with like a plastic bag on the sidewalk. And all I can think <laughs> is like how bad I want that bag and how ama- how amazing it must be. I got you, me, my I fucking bag. I'm so jaded by the Miami real estate market that now, like, I see a mansion and all I'm thinking is like, oh man, how much does that cost? What are the. I mean, yeah, we're not fees? talking about. You're like, man, those, <laughs> those property taxes. Got oh, how long until about, that like, sinks into like, the swamp? Like, we're talking about, like, buying Montenegro. That's what we want to do. I don't know, man. Uh, if you see the houses here, there's some, like, ridiculous shit. There were two nice ones. Well, that's where you got good food, right? Right. Yeah. It was downtown. It's a given. No, it was north of downtown. It used to be called Liberty City, and now they rebranded it to Midtown. That was a cool place. Hey. Got a donut with bacon. Now, should we cover that game of the year shit? No. Oh, yeah, you're supposed to do that. (laughs) They don't deserve it. Let's talk about let's talk about game of the year. What, what got it in the long run? Uh, so it actually it, it it came up right at the end, um, pretty neck and neck, and then an Exploding. hour. Oh, no, no. Then, then an hour I told later, you what to do? An hour I later, told you what to do? And you didn't listen to me. Uh, Titanfall two had <laughs> had jumped back up. So, uh, but Uncharted had I a told pretty. You what to do? You would have wanted Uncharted. That feels like something that uh, that you you wouldn't have been happy with either. An anathema. I mean, I would have been happier than Titanfall. Well, let's run. Yeah, I'm actually okay with them. Yeah, it's, it looks good. Let's uh, let, let's let's run through it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. 
That's like it sound. That sounds like a shrug. That's like the vocal version of a shrug. Let's run through it. Well, I didn't play it, so. <laughs> so, uh, in our final results, uh, first of all, we should mention that over uh, here. Let me. I'll tell you how many votes we had. Um, it is. I don't have an exact number here, but it's definitely over three hundred. So really, so a few people. Mm. A few people showed up to tell us uh, so, what's what. So, so over 300 people have bad taste. So uh, that's okay, because this is like, what, the third time the democracy has failed us in the span of a year. I mean, it hasn't. No, it's not the third, because uh, three ago would have been Shadow of Mordor. And I think we all no, actually... No, three times have, No, I, I said in the span us. of a year. I wasn't saying yeah. ours in particular. But now that you mentioned it, yeah, that's four times democracy has failed us. <laughs> Bad, yeah. Um... So, so our winner uh, overall is uh, is Titanfall two. Um, our, our not my game of the year. Our second our second place runner up by a very narrow margin is Uncharted four: A Thief's Yay. End. Uh, in the third tier, we have uh, Inside and Dark Souls three, which uh, I thought was going to take it actually because it was it was just on fire. Uh, for most of the brackets, and then well, just, I would have been happier if Dark Souls Three took it than what did, and then just couldn't hang anymore. Uh, I'm so surprised. And, then, and in Tier Four, so so well. that should have won. In tier Four, we have XCOM Two, uh, Super Hot, uh, Stardew Valley, and easily the biggest upset of the entire thing, Overwatch. Which I'm I'm. I'm not necessarily surprised that it didn't win. I, I, I'm surprised about that too, but I'm more surprised that it's clear back in tier four. Like I thought for sure it would have made it to three or two. Um, to put it into perspective, it won as many brackets as Downfall. <laughs> That's true. It did. It won as many brackets as Downfall. Uh, it didn't go out... A much better game. It didn't go out in its uh, first round, though. Our our first round failures are uh, World of Warcraft Legion, uh, Tumblestone... That's acceptable. That's uh, acceptable. Doom. Uh, no, no, wrong. Tyranny. Whoever defeated Doom in the first round is fucking wrong. Who, what did... I think it was Dark Souls. Oh, it was Dark Souls, yeah. Dark Souls 3 took Doom out. Like, like not by a little, either. Like, by a lot. Um, God damn it. One hate, of the I comments that day was like, what is even the other game that's against Dark Souls? And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, first of all, it's written there, but like, really? <laughs> Pony Island uh, went out on the first day. Watch Dogs 2 went I'm out not on surprised. the first day. Uh, Total War Warhammer really uh, got robbed, got knocked out on the first day. Uh, and the only I, I'll say this. Let me just say this about Watch Dogs 2. The only reason I'm not surprised is because it's a game that nobody played. Um, and I think people were right not to play it. I didn't trust it. I was like on the fence forever if I wanted to play it or not. But once I played it, it was a good game. So, yes, I mean, that's something. Uh, and then in uh, our big loser is Poor Masquerada Songs and Shadows, um, which is. Has so, do we reach out to any of the indies this year? We did not really. Um, oh, okay. You know. <laughs> That, that usually sends a little boost, I feel like, into it, the indies. Uh, I feel like it did the first year because we were like pretty aggressive with it. But in truth, right. it seems like most of them, you tell them that like you nominated them for this thing. And they're just like, oh, neat. Tell me if I won. Like, they don't care. 
They don't care that they're in there. They just would like to know when the award is theirs. And well, they just have, they have to push people into the site to vote for them. I think when do I get win. the prize money? I think that maybe that concept is something that feels uh, disingenuous to them or inappropriate. Yeah, it doesn't feel disingenuous or... to me. Because yeah, no, we I don't. Feel like... We don't give a shit at all. We're fine. <laughs> if, if the pony, if the Pony Island guy rallied his troops and fucking came in. And just slammed our site uh, and voted it to the top. We'd be fine with that. Like, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. We put these games on the list because at least one of us is okay with it winning. Um, yeah. Which true. actually, you know, which actually begs the question how the fuck did Fallout 4 get on anyone's list last year? Michael. I played it for 200 hours. Right. <laughs> Disingenuous to say that there wasn't something there. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't, I hadn't really thought it was about that. not a good that. game. Like,. In theory, with Game of the Year, at least one person should always be happy because at least one person picked the game that will win. So uh, I don't know. That's just... yeah. That's a that's a that's actually a really good point. I did not nominate Fallout Four. I went with Witcher Three for my RPG last year. Right. That's um, why even though I'm the one that lost two hundred. Everyone loves relying me. I logged two hundred hours in uh, in Fallout Four, and that. Did not earn my game of the year. I voted. Oh, actually, I had I had a lot of RPGs. I had Bloodborne. I had Undertale. I had The Witcher Three. God, that was a good year for RPGs. How did? How come no RPG won that year? <laughs> uh, because we stole its nomination to give it to Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, because we consciously decided that Metal Gear Solid. Okay, well, no. First of all, Solid first of all, Fallout Four better than Fallout Four, which is true. Still, yeah. <laughs> Fallout yeah, 4 no. is not an RPG. Well, I mean, it's RPG-ish. Very. I had a stat. It's similar. Yeah, there are stats. We saw them. There are. We saw that there were stats. They took away the stats. Um, we have only parts. No, they were at the top of my list. Tree, whatever. So, let's see. I want to let's see. Okay, so Titanfall two. I don't know. Someone, someone like Titanfall two. Tell me why this game. Say some good words for it, and then uh, we can move on with our lives. I great. You know, I'm I'm I, I've made peace with the fact that nobody agrees, but I think that it is a uh, remarkably creative uh, game, which I don't really see very often anymore. Um, even if it doesn't do things the way that you like, I think you can't deny that it's at least not doing new things like there are, there are uh, there are things that you just don't see very often uh in first person shooter campaigns or, or shooters in general and i i said this already but i i really respect both it and doom uh if for no other reason than for just giving you like your nuts back and making you someone who doesn't have to hide behind cover and just giving you different ways to play a genre that i think is has fallen so into iteration and like these habits of just copying itself over and over again and everybody trying to be call of duty. Um, I'm, I'm very happy to see a game that is uh, breaking free of that mold. So whether, whether it had been doom or Titanfall, um, I, I think this is a year for first person shooters and I'm glad to see one of them. Um, you know, uh, yes, yeah, to release the genre did well this year. One, yeah, I mean, just the just the genre had a little renaissance this year. You know, much much like uh, last year had some decent RPGs and and some new. Yeah, I mean, year had some amazing. I mean, say what RPGs. you say what you winning RPG wasn't one of them. <laughs> say what you want about Undertale, like it's the same thing where it does something that I think nobody's doing. Like and and with Undertale, nobody will probably do it again. Like that'll be it. That was that was the one. 
Um, and uh, Shadow of Mordor, same thing. Like, I feel like it, it did something that nobody was uh, doing. And again, that oddly enough, nobody did again. Um, and uh, I think Titanfall meets that requirement, at least for me. I think that there's some, some really cool, unique ideas in there. And it's short, but it's sweet. And, uh, and I, I'm happy. Um, and actually, to its credit, and I said this in my uh, write-up of it, um, it, it's multiplayer actually turned out really solid. Like, despite a technical test that gave us a lot of cause for concern, um, it actually wound up being a really robust uh, mode uh, that works really well. And uh, there was not nearly as much cause for concern as we once thought. So I think that's, uh, that's something that Doom really can't say quite as, quite as well, um, in my opinion. Uh, okay. as, as far as the rest goes, eh, I can take it or leave all of it. It's, it's all fine. Um, I, like I said, just big, biggest surprise is definitely Overwatch. I, I thought for sure, uh, that Overwatch was going to go further than that. Um, I, I guess I'll say this. If Overwatch had gone further, I think it would have won. I think if Overwatch had made it into tier three, uh, it would have just, it would have just sailed the rest of the way up. But what did it lose to? Uh, did it? What did it lose? I think it lost to Titanfall. Ah, I think it did. Um, yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I don't. I mean, that's my personal opinion. I won't. I won't belabor the point. I don't think Titanfall is a better game than Overwatch. Um, you know, that's all. Yeah, but, I mean, whatever. I don't know. It was. <laughs> I understand why you feel that way. Um, but having said that, it was. It was a better game for me, at least. Like, it, it's just. I'm. I was way more satisfied with the $60 I dropped on that than the 40 I dropped on Overwatch. And, and having said that, mm-hmm. I, I mean, nope. all things considered, like I was playing Overwatch yesterday and I definitely was not playing Titanfall yesterday. So I don't know. Like, what does it, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it all mean? Um, I, don't know. I, 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 once for, for the second year in a row, I'm very disappointed with our brackets turned out. I mean, this is, this is the same website where Witcher 3 was like eliminated early as well. Um, and I think we all agree that was complete injustice, even if we don't necessarily agree this year. Yeah, which if I played it, I would have lobbied a lot harder for it. Witcher three did get killed pretty fast, if uh, memory serves correctly. I didn't think about that. There's there's always weird upsets, like every year, it never fails. There's always something where you're like, oh, this is gonna go far, and then it just like dies immediately. Uh, <laughs> and, and so like whatever, it's just it's just how it is. I think some of it's the way Facebook targets ads, and uh, you know, a, a lot of it's just based on that. Um, I think Lucio flagged that. Anyway, I'm not I'm not gonna go ahead and and knock down we'll do game of the year. I will knock down our voters and say that voters have proven they cannot be trusted with the vote, and that uh, from now on, dictatorships here on out. In fact, I'm pretty sure I am like 100 percent positive. That if the five editors of Enemy Slime and sometimes Trevor sh- sat down and discussed these game of the years, I'm pretty sure we could all come to a consensus on one game that absolutely deserves it 100. percent What do you Thankful. think? I'm like, what do you think that game would be? Because I'm not giving it to Overwatch. Overwatch can't have it. I, I didn't know it was Overwatch. I, my my opinion's Doom. I think I think I think had I think had Michael played it. I think had, we all sat down and discussed the merits of each game on that list. I think we could have all agreed that Doom was that game and i i i I think that i think that overwatch is too decisive among the editors and i don't think you know michael would ever touch a game like overwatch but i think doom we could all sit down and go oh yeah that's a in fact lucio 
Lucio's like my Steve Bannon because he convinces me one way or the other on a lot of games. And at first, I wasn't, I wasn't really, really sold on you. <laughs> sure, Lucio really appreciates that. Hey, great, yeah, great job, Lucio. You can just Joseph like anybody. Gonna be Jafar with a gun this year, like he was a crazy like. Yeah. Rapist genie, but at least he wants to Well, well, because because I, I'll put it this way: uh, uh, Doom. I liked Doom a lot when I played it. Um, it it wasn't an instant lock for my game of the year list. There were only two games that were instant locks for my game of the year list, and those were Overwatch and Stardew Valley. And the rest of them, I had a debate with the rest of the people. And then you know, I I started appreciating Doom's finer merits, and you know, Doom actually. Um, does a lot of really kind of impressive shit with the framework that they have. Also, from personal takes, like I know I'm talking about how I think we could come to a consensus because we usually do. I think I don't think there's a year or game of the year where we all disagree um, on every game. I think there's always one game where all of us agree that oh yeah, that was much more deserving title. I think that was Witcher Three last year. Um, I think you know the year before that it was what one Shadow of Mordor. We were all very happy with that. So I yeah. think I think I think despite our different tastes, we can come to an agreement on things. Um, and I, I, you know, I I just can't agree with Titanfall two. Um, even Uncharted four, I would have been happier with. It's um, you know, I, I'm, I'll refrain from talking about it until I've gotten to the chapter you want me to get to. Um, but I, I I think Doom is just like I think Doom is that game that just impresses me with what it does graphically. Um, I, as I was telling Michael, I think it has actually a lot going on under the hood, yet it runs like it purrs like a kitten. I know you've had some problems with it, chat, but I think that's like, uh, I, wouldn't I don't call hear them, that report. I wouldn't often. call them problems, but it's just, I, uh, okay. I want to play it on full settings and it's right. just, it just can't quite, can't quite do it. Um, I, I'll totally concede that you, you could have talked me into Doom. Um, but from a personal bias level, I definitely think Titanfall is, uh, the superior game between the two, but I think you're right. I think if we, if it was something where we all sat down and just argued in a room and didn't leave until we picked one, I, I think, Doom, <laughs> I think Doom, we should do that next year. Like, like the people summit, but like a four, a four hour. I mean, that's how Giant Bomb does it. Is they basically go into a room. We're gonna log ourselves in the room, and then when we choose one, we'll throw smoke uh, outside of a chimney. Well, and they don't we'll even. The <laughs> no. They don't even pick. They don't even pick one. Uh, they go in and they set the entire order, and so like their oh, their bar wow. their bargaining is basically like, okay, I'll put this on like uh number ten, but then I want this moved up to like number six or something like that, and so like they're they get really in depth and and really deep with it. So I do I do yeah. still kind of like our method of just throwing it to the wolves and seeing what. Well, it's funnier <laughs> because it's funnier because the, the 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 lower these tiers that go, the more I actually like the game. I'm realizing. <laughs> um, so Tier One, Titanfall Two is whatever. And Charter Four is, I'm like, yeah, I can get behind that one. Like Inside and Dark Souls Three, I'm like, okay, I would prefer those. Tier Four, I mean, Stardew Valley and Overwatch for my games. Those are my game of the year list. So of course I would have lobbied for so those. There's your, and then, so there's your sweet spot, and then you kind of start to go down a little bit in the in the last. <laughs> 
section and then, <laughs> and then you know and then you're good let's um let's run through these bonus awards uh and then we can move on here uh so we have most impressively botched release uh and i mean you have to know that if you have a poll that has a negative connotation and you put no man's sky on it it's gonna win no matter what <laughs> it's gonna win no matter what so congratulations See, I, 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 that's why i have suggested I, I made before. this case i made yeah. this case in the chat i made this case in the chat i i i i don't think No Man's Sky is the most impressive botched piece because that game released exactly as intended. And it wasn't a game people liked. It wasn't a good game, but they released that exactly how it was supposed to be released. I think that's debatable. Uh, <laughs> I think that they had indicated that a lot of things would be in that game that didn't wind up being in that game. And yeah, I'm, and I'm like, not just and like I'm not even just talking about like the multiplayer fiasco. Like for for all accounts, it seems as though. Uh, Sony made them cut things uh, to to release on their timeline. Um, I mean that's fair, but but let me let me say this: the 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 checks that guy was writing. I mean, we know now he's just like another Todd Howard or Tony Hawk. He's just going to fucking say anything. It's not going to be possible. Or Peter Molyneux. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a he went to the Peter Molyneux school of game talking, and uh, <laughs> now he's a rich man. But I, I I get what you mean. I get why you would pick something like Street Fighter Five. You're you're also, by the way, the only person who voted for Street Fighter Five. <laughs> That's uh, no, I wanted for Street uh, Fighter Five. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh, never mind. Okay, so there were two. Um, and the Tomb Raider got no votes on two, that category two, two, because the Tomb Raider nor Titanfall, right, which which both had the same problem. Titanfall was released right in the middle of uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield. Uh, you know, and then EA's like, why didn't it do good? Well, I wonder. Uh, <laughs> to- Tomb Raider's released on, uh, you know, consoles people actually have a uh, year later. And um, Mighty Number no. 9, I don't even really know if it's a botched release so much as just a botched game. Like, it's a botched game. It's a botched game. Never Thank you, Con Man. I guess, yeah, in Thank a sense, you, Mighty in a sense, Mighty Number no. Nine did everything wrong. So, uh, so the release would also be so the release would be the release would be botched. So it makes sense. So on one thing else, like I, I wanted to like to put the uh, No Man's Scars Award from most biggest disappointment and exclude No Man's Sky from that <laughs> oh, yeah. just because I knew it would win. Yeah, I think well, I, that, I, I, I think everyone likes a chance to vote for No Man's Sky though. <laughs> I, I so let's let's go to the next bonus award game you forgot released in 2016. Let me just say I forgot all of these released. I know, I know it's an it's actually an impressive list. I think and, and let me make a let me make a small argument here. I would suggest that the game that was chosen the least, Quantum Break, uh, theoretically is probably the winner because people didn't re- like you pick the game you remember on the poll right you know what right. i mean like you're like oh yeah far cry primal i bet nobody picked fucking quantum break because they're like what is that <laughs> well on my part it would be take a lot for me to forget about star fox the, the, the worst part actually is had to that, play that, it. yeah that's true you know, you, the worst part is that i actually have far cry primal right on top of my story so i see it every day because my intent was just to sell it right away on amazon i got to do that so it's always in my face, and I'm like, I just, it's not even on my radar anymore. It's literally invisible in front of my face. I mean, I'm sure your time with it is probably just about gone, too. Like, it had an animal, and like, a, I think there was it a It had an animal. I don't remember anything about that I game. don't, you know, what was I, what was I doing? Why was I doing it? I don't know, but uh, I'm sure it was great. Uh, Banner Saga 2 is another one that, like, for me, just totally slid under the radar. Like, I feel like... Yeah, that's, that's the one I picked. I feel like Banner Saga yeah, had a lot of fanfare. 
Yep. Well, that was the whole goal. So we were we were looking for that. <laughs> the last time I remember hearing about it, it was like we saw it at PAX, I think, and it. Didn't... Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh shit, that came out, and then I actually went and I looked up a video of it. Just to make sure that it actually came out. Oh yeah, because then it, it was like already out when we saw it, right? We we're like, "When does this come out?" And they're like, "Oh, it, it is out." And you're like, "Oh shit, really?" <laughs> yeah. So, what a bad job you did. Yeah, what a bad job with that marketing there. Uh, so, bonus award, best use of a winch. I understand that we're only only doing this in 2016, but I do feel like Arkham and and Walking Dead should have qualified. You know what? Those those are good games uh, with 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 quality winch gameplay. Um, so there can be only one man. But this time, I, I, I feel think... like you wanted like a guaranteed and charted for one. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Come on, it's okay, Jared. Hey, I just you know, it's okay, man. You can you can admit it. Look, I'm a man. There's objectively one good winch gameplay game. I'm a man who likes good winch gameplay hey, and like. Hey, have you have you like tried the winch gameplay in Walking Walking Dead? An infrastructure has a lot of problems, but the winch isn't one of them. Yeah, the winch. I mean, it's fine. The it's, winch is not one of them. It's definitely the most insightful part of the game. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think to include it uh, because it, it doesn't fit our completed game. But really, that shouldn't make it ineligible for a bonus award. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. I suppose that's my bad. Um, I mostly just like the idea of a poll with only one answer. That just always satisfies <laughs> me. Um, there's something about that. Uh, I like the next award because it came out to be so nicely well rounded. Uh, Oh yeah, that was amazing. All around it, best 2016 Wii U game release, uh, and we have such classics as Just Dance 2017, which had a last-minute resurgence to nearly win. Uh, we have Lego Star Wars: The Force I Awakens. Think that was my vote. <laughs> so I actually, I actually, I can, I can explain that near win because I actually do share the game of the year voting with people. And oh, there you go. Everyone, I, I share the. Game that you're voting with was like I voted for Just Dance. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, how, how could you not? We gotta vote for Just Dance. You gotta get it in there. Uh, Paper Mario Color Splash was the pretty clear winner because uh, it was a first party Nintendo game that sounded like it was competent at least. Had a Mario. Uh, it had it had that Mario guy in there, and people seemed to like him. Although that, Mario. although you know that didn't save Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games. But, <laughs> by the way, these are these are the best. Those are the best five games that came out on the Wii U. They're also very nearly the only five games that came <laughs> that out. I was gonna Wii say, like, so uh, let me so let me ask this about out? the um, about the real games. Is there is there uh, a moment in the game where um, Amy the Hedgehog? has to relocate because her hotel room isn't complete yet uh no one no one knows because no one played it like the people the people who voted for that did not play it i would (laughs) i would bet money uh, how did you know by the way just like this is like a tangent but has anyone seen the pictures of um the real facilities post games oh yeah yeah they're not good they're not doing very good (laughs) they look like a brazilian ghetto very good at all (laughs) They're not, they're not doing very good. I mean, Brazil has a lot bigger problems right now. Than the... <laughs> I mean, that's true. You're, that's, you're right about that. It's actually not funny. They're, they have a sad, um, sad situation. I mean, it's not sad yet. It's when, dangerous. When, it's, one of the already problems is Ryan Lopte. I mean, I don't, I don't particularly want to live there. Nah, some places are nice. All right, we'll get going, Lucio. Chop, chop. <laughs> to the favela <laughs> with you. So, yeah, go back there if you love it so, so much. I'm, very, I'm very excited about this last category. 
Who voted Total War Warhead? <laughs> <laughs> Multiple people. Game that didn't game that didn't deserve to die like a bitch in its first bracket. And I didn't put every game in there. I just put the ones that I knew people would be lamenting. Uh, uh, Why did you put Total War Warhammer then? Because I knew that people would be sad that it lost, and obviously you I was right. People, you he was right. I mean, you he was right. People are sad it lost. Yeah, well, there you go. See, some people like a good Total War Warhammer game. But right. Doom is the overwhelming winner of that category. Doom is... The voters came up for Doom in that category. They just couldn't be bothered to actually vote for it. Couldn't be bothered to do it at the time that it mattered, but they they did feel it, uh, you know. That's like the rest of 2016. <laughs> they felt a little bit... Yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they you know, they abstained originally, and now they're regretting it. Yeah. That's just how it is sometimes. And not me. You guys are great. So anyway, another year, another thing. Um, at least I will say this: at least someone's happy. Whereas last year, I don't really think anyone was happy. So I mean, I I, I think were I think you happy? I'll stick. No, I I'll stick by Phantom <laughs> Pain's merits, so. No, I will. I would. I would too. Just like I would have defended Overwatch if it had won, but I wouldn't have been happy. Um, and Phantom Pain would have. I would have so been... great. We had to steal the title away from another game. <laughs> I, I mean, there are literally looking look, look looking back a year later. There are literally no merit that I can give to Fallout Four. There's just shit that I told myself that made me happy at the time, um, and then and now looking back, looking back, I can look at Phantom Pain fondly. I can be like, oh, it did a lot of stuff with stealth and did a lot of great stuff with open world, and I can't do that for Fallout Four. Fallout Four, I'm just like, where did it all go wrong? I, I've also completely given up at on the start. it. Uh, I kept it on my PlayStation for a really long time. Like, ah, you'll you'll get back to yeah. it. You'll go you'll go into it, and then finally, I needed space to install. It was just a couple. <laughs> it was just a couple months ago, and I was out of space, and I was like, ah, let's get rid of Fallout. Like, I mean, that, that that happened to me too because part of my intent was to get all of the um, achievements, which is easy at the time because it was before all the DLC. And Bethesda is one of those companies where you know, if you want one hundred percent, you have to buy all the DLC. Um, so, and I told myself at the time, I kept it installed, I was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to get the DLC, I'm going to play that, and the DLC is always good, and then that never happened, and I just, I was in denial forever before I finally deleted it completely off my computer. Yeah. Now to, so, to turn put, your computer to the ground. To put that into perspective, um, <laughs> I, just, just to give you a sense of like what I mean here, I left Uncharted 4 installed, a game that's a single player experience that I completed but I thought to myself, well, I might play the multiplayer in that sometime. So I removed Fallout 4, a game that I never finished and, uh, and kept uncharted. So that tells you how dire yeah. the situation has, has really become. I mean, that's, uh, that's understandable. There's definitely, I mean, there's, there's, <clears throat> you keep the shit that you like. Uh, um, Bloodborne is still on my PlayStation 4. It's still my game of the year. 2015 and no one else for it. I'm pretty sure it's gone <laughs> online, um, but who knows? Maybe it's not. But I, I fucking love that game. That's a difference. Just like you loved and draw it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so good. We all got to have our biases, right? Yeah. Not me. Oh, man. Yeah, not Michael. No, He's yeah. Like... When I say something is good, it's objective. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I know that. I, I know that. Like, well, and it makes sense for you, Lucio, because you're like, you know, you like spreadsheets and um, I don't know. Uh, I don't like them. I'm just really good at them. Charts. You know, you see a chart and you're like, mm, ugh, give me some of that. Speaking of which, I need to teach you how to pie charts. This is awful. 
That's just what Excel does. This is just Excel, baby. Yeah, and you're doing it wrong. Why? What do you want? Do you want the percent counts on there? Because they get so messy. No, man. First of all, you need to do is when you're doing a pie chart, the biggest part needs to be first, and then each subsequent biggest part goes next to it until you get to the smaller parts. I like having to explore the pie chart to understand it, though. Like, look at the no, Wii. that's not how it works. Look at the Wii U one. You got to like really think about that and be like, which you're going to see me in my office after school. You have to hold hey, your Michael, fingers up to it to figure you, out which Michael. one's the biggest. <laughs> I have a question for you, Michael. Yes. You want to hear about the samurai game I've been playing? <laughs> uh, I just want to say, in Jared's defense, if he didn't have a father to show him how to do a good pie chart, he's never going to learn. I also can't tie ties right. <laughs> now tell me about Neo. My half Windsor. Um, the the other sad. thing is, like the colors seem to be consistent across the pie chart. <laughs> I don't like the I don't like the colors either, but I couldn't figure out how to change them in a timely you fashion. You can change the color. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. I could just change his paint. He comes from a broken home, Lucio. Just leave it be. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be like gripping. This is no doubt going to get everyone subscribed to our Patreon. <laughs> this discussion on pie charts. Yeah. This is actually the yeah the thing that's going to get everybody. We'll we'll subscribed. dedicate our next pre-show next week to pie charts only. Excel tips. Excel uh, tips. If you join up for <laughs> Lucio's hot macros. Let's get in there and, oh, yeah. and, and learn about them. You won't believe how much time you'll save by learning how to use F2. You won't believe these macros, baby. Accountants hate them. Accountants hate them. All right. So uh, how are you finding Neo, Jay? Because I'm playing it too. I, so. I, yeah, I know you're playing it too. I, I don't know how you feel, but I actually love it. I would not go so far as to say love, but that's just because there's a couple elements of it that are outside the realm of uh, what I enjoy. But we we discussed it uh, after the podcast last week, but we weren't recording. So to kind of recap a little bit, uh, this is a uh, Dark Souls. It's as close to Dark Souls as you can get without being Dark Souls. Like uh, it, well, it's, it's a soul. A Souls like. It's just all of that. I think it's a little more than a Souls like. I think it's a Souls is like or something. Really? I don't. Know. I don't. I don't. I, I disagree with that a little. But go ahead. But uh, anyway, it's, it's it's from Team Ninja, so of course it has a, a few twists on the traditional Souls like combat that you might uh, normally be expecting. Um, maybe just a few kind of just to give you a rough idea your your attacks are face buttons now they're not the shoulders which i'm actually a big fan of um it feels wrong it actually fucked me up because um after playing like a long neo session i tried to go back to um um dark souls 3 and like my button timing was all fucked up i was like oh man this is wrong. imagine <laughs> before I, uh, wrong. before i went into it i just had a really hard time envisioning a team ninja dark souls game and i just kind of thought that i assumed what i was going to be getting was something that just like kind of looked like dark souls you know and maybe had like like a little bit of an open world but still had like a devil may cry kind of combat uh mode feel to it uh, but it's not that it's at all. Like the opposite. It, it's not that. It, it's <laughs> it's, like it's very deliberate it's like, uh, combat with with stages, though. So it doesn't have that big open world that Dark Souls uh, has. So I feel like I feel like it's more of the reason I don't feel like it's 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 the Souls is is because I feel like it's kind of a cross section between Dark Souls, Ninja Gaiden, and um, Onimusha. You know, I feel like it's a neat little cross section of those three games. Um, 
And there's a, like there's a lot of um, without having the crazy speed and the superpower. It has superpowers too, actually. Uh, but without having like the crazy speed of Ninja Gaiden, there's a lot in it that just reminds me of Ninja Gaiden. Um, yeah. Have you you're... have you gotten into the magic yet? Because I hear magic builds in that game are, are pretty overpowered. But like you can't even get oh, to them until like... uh, after the second boss. Yeah, I, I, I have some magic, and it actually is super fucking overpowered. Like you can really. Roll through things. What I like about it, actually, you, you hit on a good point, is the combat speed in the game um, feels kind of like a samurai movie for me. Because it feels like, you know, if you enter an engagement, then it's over pretty instantly, one way or the other. Whether you win or whether you die, it's over in basically seconds. Um, and that's not combat, I feel like, in a lot of Dark Souls games. I feel like, depending on what you're fighting... Yeah, sometimes the engagement can be over quickly, but other times it requires a lot of strategy and backstabbing and sneaking around things and exploiting weaknesses. And in Neo, it's just, okay, you're a samurai, you're facing another samurai and whip out your sword and get it done in like uh, two button presses. And either you win the engagement or you lose it and you have to restart. And I personally really like that. It's uh, so I'll tell you my biggest complaint about the game. Um, And it, it revolves around bosses which have way too much health um, because right. because I get that same feeling that you get and then I get into a boss fight and it's a fucking slog and it's just like, I, yeah, takes forever. I agree with you. And like they all have second phases. At least I think they all do. I haven't even, I don't even think I've chipped away the one I'm at right now to see if she has a second phase. Um, uh, are you on the vampire lady? Yeah, and man. She's sh- a fucking pain in the ass. I, I thought you were being a little dramatic uh but no she's uh i feel i felt like i was over leveled for her and i'm i'm having a lot of trouble yeah so uh I, the, I, I, oh, go I, ahead. I only got one boss ahead of you, but he's actually a lot easier than the vampire lady the vampire i don't i have no idea what is up with that vampire lady oh, that's it good. almost feels like it's forcing you to co-op for that one yeah i mean even with co-op i'm still getting my ass handed to me um, oh, wow. So one of the things that's unique about the game, uh, well, a couple things. One is you have weapon stances. So you have a high weapon stance, which is good for just, you know, strong but slow, powerful attacks. Uh, you have a mid-level stance, which is good for sweeping side-to-side attacks. If you're fighting multiple enemies, that's usually the stance you want to use so that you hit, you know, multiple people. Uh, and then you have a low stance, which will generally be, you know, a very fast, high speed uh, attack. And it's great for those annoying little fuckers that like to grab you and spit poison. In your face. Yes, it is the <laughs> ideal way to deal with like the zombies that you'll be encountering. Uh, I, I actually use the low stance on just about everybody uh, in, unless there's a group coming at me and then I usually go mid. Um, but if you get really good at this game, you can change stances mid combo. You can switch weapons out mid combo, like a devil may cry kind of thing. Um, you know, a lot of those elements that you see in team ninja action games are still there. And I know I keep saying devil may cry and I, I don't actually think that uh, team ninja makes devil. Like I'm aware they don't make it, but it's just, it's my, ninja Gaiden. I was, I was never a ninja Gaiden fan. Like, that feels very Onimusha. Onimusha that's what, like that's what, they, thing, so. what made their name. I, I understand that. I just don't like it. So uh, I mean, I it, it's the it's it's like Devil May Cry except you're a ninja. Everything is Devil May Cry like. Well, you're a samurai. <laughs> you're a samurai. Uh, but but anyway, a lot of that samurai stuff's there. Ninja or whatever. Uh, the other really important thing is your uh, key, uh, ki right. Your your key your meter, key. which is uh, what what in Dark Souls is basically your stamina. 
Um, but in oh, this, it's super fucking important in it, this game. It is so important. Uh, you should level up that stat more than anything else easily. Yes, um, most absolutely. Because it, it can be pretty, pretty serious if you run out of it. And one of the most... And it, it helps uh, a lot if you learn how to recover. I remember we, we were talking about after the podcast and you you're describing how you can like kind of recover the key meter uh-huh. so that you can keep moving. But it actually, it turns out it's a little more than optional. It's actually really good to get that skill and get into the practice of recovering if you want to survive. Yeah, so <laughs> when you finish any combo or even just a regular attack, if you just do a single swing, uh, when you're done for a very brief second, you will glow blue. And if you tap R1 while you're glowing blue, you will recover a portion of your key meter. And, uh, yeah, it's easily, it's your most important resource. If you run out of it, you're going to get stuck in a, in a stance where you can't move. Um, yeah, you're out of breath, you're out of stamina, you're out of everything. It's also, the game does not feature backstabs like Dark Souls does, but if you break someone's, you have to to buy into it. What do you mean by that? Well, you can, you can, you can, uh, you know how you learn skills? Oh, is there a skill you unlock for it? Yeah, yeah, there's a backstab skill that you can unlock. Oh, okay, all right. Um, Because by default, the closest thing to that is when you break someone's key and they get stuck in that uh, kind of breathing-heavy position, uh, you can do a very powerful attack to them at that point, which is kind of like a backstab in in Dark Souls. Yeah, yeah. They're very similar. It is very similar. There's also a finisher that you have if you knock someone on the ground, so... If you can get them on, the- you also need to run out of their. You need to run them out of your key and then hit them one more time and knock them down. Right, right. Um, and then I think and then key allows enemies to do magic. It doesn't always allow you. Sometimes you can just do do it whenever. And in fact, it's a really good way to save your ass if you run out of key and then you're you're like you're surrounded and you're like, oh shit, I better um, activate a summon or magic or something. But enemies use up key when they use magic, and it's actually really great to try and exhaust them. Um, so that they can't do that anymore. Right. Um, uh, the... I, I think, and I think, I think it. You know, I don't know about you, but I think it actually adds a level of depth to the gameplay that isn't present in um, Dark Souls. Because sure, once you run out of stamina in those games, you're a little fucked, but it's not a big deal. You can still kind of swing your weapon and like a big desperation move. Uh, you can still back out of things, but in Neo, you're totally helpless. Um, I think, that happens. I think it's probably inarguable that this is a deeper game than dark souls on just about every level uh i i think that the armor and equipment system has a lot more to keep track of uh, to the to the point where i'm actually like to me it's a detriment i i do not like the loot system uh, i was gonna ask is it a bit fatiguing to have to put up with that i mean you're you're in situations where you're going to have to well so okay let me tell you the first thing that that irks me um your weapons all have a meter uh that measures your familiarity with you with the weapon so the more you use one the more that familiarity bar fills up and as that bar fills up it actually raises the attack damage of that weapon so when you go to consider whether a weapon is worth replacing the one you have, you need to factor in that familiarity. The problem is, is that right, it, and you it, get bonuses to the higher. The, the problem your, is that it, it doesn't tell you straight up what the like max value is, and so you just have to kind of like guess for yourself, like. Well, this one, my current weapon does 160 at full familiarity, and this one's 140 with no familiarity. So I guess by the time I fill it up, it'll be higher than 160. So, See, 
see, you have a you have a negative opinion on this. I I actually don't, and and it's for two reasons. First of all, I think I play um a lot more ARPGs than you, and that's just because I you know I know you don't like them, and yeah, I actually prefer good. them. I actually I actually like them a lot. Um, but this 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 ARPG system that Neil has, the loot system, it's actually not as bad as most ARPGs. It's definitely not as bad as like Grim Dawn, and and it's not as bad as um Diablo three. I can find generally, you know, it does throw a lot of loot at you, but I can find like generally one armor mix that just kind of works um, for kind of the entire level. And then sure, after that level is done, I mean, everything is done after missions, everything is done. I might get something better uh, going into the next stage, but that's fine. And I I feel like that's kind of a similar upgrade pace to um, Dark Souls 1 and 3. You know, I feel like you were pretty regularly getting new new shit to try out all the time, and um, uh, you know I don't feel like the pace is that off. I know what you're saying about familiarity, and yeah, I think that's kind of what you have to weigh between weapons. Um, but I, you know, again, it's it's the same thing. I feel like once I, I I find a weapon that really works, I can stick to it, and it's not always worth upgrading straight out to the next thing that has the higher values. Uh, for exactly the reason you said, like I'll, I'll get something that's like 198 attack strength, and then something that's 199 attack strength, but I have a little bit more familiarity with the um, lower one, and I'm like, no, let me stick with it to this for the level. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's that that fatiguing the system, and I think it's actually I think that familiarity concept is very rewarding, especially like on the range weapons. Um, once you use a ranged weapon enough and then you start headshotting enemies and you're like, okay, now I can just march through this area. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I actually like the component quite a lot. Um, and I think once you start unlocking more skills for William, um, once you start locking things like parries and counters and being able to jump over enemies like a crazy ninja and, um, and all that, which is actually another aspect of the game I want to talk about, but it makes the armor differences and weapon differences matter a lot less the more skills that he has because you have all the tools that you need to to navigate out of any situation and then um and then by the time you need new shit the upgrade values are going to be so high um that it no longer matters kind mm-hmm. of like how a traditional rpg loot system works sure sure i think that i, I and i mean don't get me wrong like there are people who this system is totally going to work for um, I'm, I'm just not one of them. Like it, it's, it's, uh, right. items are randomly generated at least to some degree. And you're going to pick up five of the same breastplate that all have like different traits. You know, they have different little skills right. in them that you can use. And uh, to some people that's going to be really appealing to look through those and be like, oh, this one gives me plus such and such protection against this. Um, right. but I much prefer the, the kind of dark souls method of like, here's a unique set of armor and it's the only one. And you're never going to find that set again. Uh, but see part of, part of, part of what's happening in Neo as well is like, like that's only one aspect. Um, I think the other thing that we forgot to mention was it, it, there's actually a lot of shit you can do with that loot that you get. Like you don't have to just wear it all. Oh yeah. Um, you get a blacksmith and the blacksmith can, can like, basically do whatever the fuck you want with that item you can sacrifice one of the the plentiful items that you get in order to upgrade the ones that you do like using um you can copy and paste the look that you like so you can upgrade your armor but if you want to get your fashion soles on and and make it look like something else uh you can do that which shark souls doesn't allow you to do it if you want to wear a shitty piece of armor that looks good that's what you have to do but in neo you can wear 
the great, the great, the best armor possible, but make it look like something else that you think looks cool. The, um, the problem and, with that, though, is for the most part, you just look stupid all the time. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like my guy look. I like how William looks. Like, uh, I might... He's got like a badass oni mask and like uh, a single shoulder pad. I really like him. My guy, does, um, my guy does not look very cool. Uh, my guy <laughs> looks super cool. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, I, I and the other thing is you can sell all this gear. Uh, there are actually it's your your souls and your money are split, so they're not the same currency, which I I personally think is a great improvement. <laughs> I like don't like grinding an area in Dark Souls and then saying, oh, do I get to level up or do I need to buy a bunch of shit? Yeah, um, and you so, don't you don't lose money, so if you suck at the game, you're gonna have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you're gonna keep money. And then the best thing that you can do with gear is that. Um, the little frog spirit thingies that you rescue, you can go ahead and give them the gear and they'll reward you with like useful items. So they'll give like you antidotes and they'll give you elixirs, which right. are basically your Estus flask. So um, basically I just save up all my gear and then whenever I know I'm going to do a boss, I'm like, hey, little guys, take all my shit mm-hmm. and just give me a ton of elixirs so that I can have health with the boss. And it's like a mix of the um, Bloodborne health system and the um, Dark Souls health system. So you always have a base amount of elixirs um, and then you get more on top of it. And then, you know, um, but you're always going to have that base amount. And if you have some extras left over, it's always going to replenish that extra. So you're never going to have to grind for health, basically, like you did in Bloodborne. Right. Um, and at the same time, you get a chance to get more elixirs whenever you want without having to uncover more shards like you would in Dark Souls. So I really like that aspect of it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I, I think that, that that part's done fairly well. Um I think if I'm considering complaints or, or, or things that I that I don't uh, like, the, my other big one would would probably be revolving around uh, probably just the online components in general. Um, right. One is there's there's blood stains which are helpful. They they tell you like you know someone died here, and in the description it'll tell you how they died. Um, but if you click the blood stain, just know you're gonna fight a ghost. At that See, that's point. my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. So you'll basically fight someone who's wearing the armor and using the weapon of the person who died. Um, With a shot at getting it if you beat them. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's yeah. like the hater scene. Well, well more importantly... Yeah, the die, the the was one of the die. few really cool parts of Lerda Die. More importantly, yeah. and this is something that annoys me, uh, is occasionally when you get in those fights, they will drop uh, the Uchoko Cup or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, which is what you use to summon people into your world. And it's really inconsistent when you get one. Um, right. And, and That's fair. And that's something that kind of irks me a little bit because, I, you know, I, I want to play a good majority of this game with co-op, and in Dark Souls, there's always a really clear path of how to get like the orbs that you need. Um, right. Because most of the time, if you do a co-op session and beat a boss, you're rewarded with one of those orbs or humanity or whatever it is you need to... An ember or whatever. An, an ember, yeah. Um, or um, insanity, whatever the fuck was in Bloodborne. Insanity. I think it was, Insight, that was it. Yeah, yeah, you get that's right. Body back. Uh, and, and so this game's not quite like that. Like, you have to fight these... They're called revenants. You have to fight these revenants to get the cups. But it's like... It, it seems to me like it's like one in four, one in five, maybe, that gives you the cup. Right. Um, maybe even less. Like, I feel like I've fought a lot of them, and I, I can't grasp... 
I'd be fine if it told you like you have to fight one that's your level or higher. Like that would make sense mm-hmm. to me, but it, it doesn't seem to be that. I really just don't know what it is. Um, I think I think it's what you said. I think it's a random chance. Um, I I see. I I understand what you're saying, and I, I totally admit. Like if you co-op a lot, which I know you do, then that's definitely an annoyance. I don't co-op that mu- that much. Um, the only time I really did it was on the vampire lady, mm-hmm. so I only needed to use um, one cup. And then once you open up a cup. Um, it's always going to hunt for people. That's the that's the nice thing about it. Like it's not like Dark Souls Three, where it's over just because you beat a boss and they go away. Um, uh, yeah, they go away, but then it'll keep it open and it'll keep looking for someone, so they can rejoin you basically whenever. So that's nice about it. Um, so I think that's why it's a little bit rare. But I also understand why that might be annoying if you if you're co-oping uh, all the time. So I, I I get that. I as what Lucy was saying. Uh, Let It Die had this like really awesome hater system, which is like the one good thing that it did. Where if you died or someone else died in that spot, then it would spawn a hater, and the hater would be that player. It would have their all their abilities and their weapons, and they would come and hunt you, and they would be really super aggressive, um, and you would have to take them out. And I liked the system a lot. It was one of the more interesting things, but goddamn, it did get annoying after a while. And Especially if the game wasn't properly balanced and you could get like a level 50 hater spawning in a level 1 area. Yeah, but Neo gives you that same system, it just gives you control over it. And then Neo's, and then it always shows you what what kind of um, weapons they have and what quality it is. So you can tell how difficult a fight is going to be, but also what kind of sweet, sweet loot you might get for winning that fight. And I like that a lot about it. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I personally feel like Neo. I, I didn't think I was going to like Neo that much, and I didn't. And from the alpha or the beta, whichever one I played, I didn't think I was going to like it. It's actually toned down. The difficulty is toned down from what they featured back then, which I think was a smart move because that version of the game was a little too hard. And I know Souls games are supposed to be hard, but that this one that one's like just a pain in the ass. Um, so the difficulty feels like it is in a nice spot. Except for the bosses, which I agree with you with, they like a lot of them um, have way too much health. The good news is that some bosses you can exploit them just like bad, just like the regular bad guys, and you can exploit their key. Um, and it's kind of got the um, the no more heroes problem, where the humanoid bosses and like the women are more agile and it makes it easier for them to kick your ass. But then the big beasties and the men and all that are much easier fights to take on. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like Neo does a lot of really, really cool stuff. Stuff that I wish I saw in Dark Souls. I'm like, yeah, that actually makes perfect sense. It's just like quality of life stuff. Um, there's there's and, definitely there's definitely a lot of uh, refreshing changes. Um, it's it's just it, it's not what I'm looking for in, in that kind right. of game for the most part. Um, but but I understand that like there are going to be people uh, who this is going to speak to way more than dark souls ever did like no doubt right. about it um if i had one last thing that i'd mention um the most glaring omission uh for especially from the online component the the messaging system um uh, true like yeah. like that 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 to me is dark souls like that's that's yeah. that's what everything that it is um, that's how you get your warnings about an ambush or an unfair moment and neo still has those moments that are kind of bullshit 
Um, <laughs> but but your your best guess as to when they show up is going to just be based off the revenants. You know, if you see a yeah, a that's, revenant that's true. Yeah, like you see, ground. if you see like like a half dozen revenants, they're like oh shit. Yeah, if you see if you if you see a blind <laughs> corner and a revenant, you should probably assume. Like I would hold I would hold the guard button down while you walk around that corner. Yeah. Know? Um, I, I there was one point where I was playing Neo where um, I did one of the side missions and it was um it's where you're at right now it's in the um the caverns um and I walked into a room and I saw like what was it eight revenant graves and I went oh shit um and it was as hard as I thought it was going to be because it was um it was just like one enemy wave after the other that I had to try and fight and navigate myself past and I died must have died like three times um. There are some nice little things the game does for you in like a positive direction. You can uh, William can take baths. There are random hot springs and levels. Um, and if he takes a bath, not only does it replenish all his energy, but it, it gives him a like regained spell that lasts with him for a little while. So um, is that a like, nice little bonus? Is that like the the bonfire? Or um, no, bonfire, bonfires are like shrines in this. Oh, okay, game. yeah, the, so the spas the, are different. Um, the spas are different. Um, or s- springs, really. I, it's not a spa. I actually, I yeah, I actually do really like the magic uh, system. I love the ninjutsu system, and I love the mobility. Like Dark Souls, I guess I never associated Dark Souls with a lot of mobility, and Bloodborne is like the closest thing we got to a really mobile Dark Souls game. But Neo, as you buy up those skills and as you, especially depending on the weapons that you use, like, holy shit, he can move around. Um, and it's really fucking awesome. Uh, he, I have, I don't know what your build is, but I use that um, sickle thing, the sickle that's on a chain. I use the sickle, oh, the sickle yeah. on a chain. Kusuri Gummy. And I, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what it's called. Um, and he has a skill where he can use that to hook into enemies and drag them to him. Or he could use it to hook in and and jump to them, and uh, if you're fast enough, you know if wait, you're wait, jumping wait, into a bigger enemy, you can, can he like use roll it to hook them. into a heavy piece of cargo and then drag it closer to him. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I understand oh. what you're getting at. We can all wish, <laughs> but he can hook into like a big enemy. He can you can oh. like like rush up to them, dodge behind them, and then fuck them up if you're you know if you're fast enough with the trigger. Um, and it's just like this is so fucking great. It's like so after playing stoked at Dark Souls and sometimes slow Dark Souls and just watching William move around um, so fast. And he has skills specifically just for doing crazy ninja shit, just sort of like jumping over enemies' heads and like stabbing them in the back. And that's really, okay. really cool. It's, it, it almost feels like Neil's opening my eyes a little bit into what these games are capable of. And I don't think Neil is perfect. I think Neil has a lot of flaws. Um, um, I think it's a very ugly game. <laughs> I think it's uglier than Bloodborne. Yeah. That's um, um, but you know, I I think it it actually does a lot. And in the future, I want to see more souls like take on some of what Neil has done and um, just a, keep going that direction. I have a question because actually now I'm kind of concerned because you're talking about skills. Is there sure. multiple skill trees? Uh, because I've unlocked a bunch of abilities, but they all seem to be for a single sword, and that's not my build, and none of the skills work. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it has to be for your build. There, are, like, there are multiple trees. There's a tree for each weapon. Do you like... Ah, oh, fuck. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, 
I'm sorry, dude. There's a tree. There's a tree for axes. There's a tree for stairs. That would definitely explain it. Fuck me. To be fair, to be fair, I made the same mistake. Like I bought a bunch of a bunch of skills with a single sword. I'm like, wait, I should be buying skills for the dual sword tree. That's my build. How do you even get? Is there is there like a button that you got to push to get it? I've never even. You just you just hit like what? You just hit like um, L1 or R1 to switch to the pro weapon. Oh, I, got, I got this ability. Have to start again? I got this ability, and I was like, "That sounds so cool!" And I pushed the button for it, and it just didn't do anything. <laughs> well, I bought a I lot. Think you found too. the answer to your problem. <laughs> well, there's two things you can do. You can either. So if, you, if you say what your if you say what your preferred weapon type is, what effect does that have uh, on your character, um, though? Because I could still use. I didn't pick the single stats. sword, but um, I, I could still it's use just, the single sword. It's basically like um, picking your class in Dark Souls. It's just your starting cla- your starting stats, um, and you can buy a book to reroll. I don't know if it rerolls your skills, but I'm not sure why it wouldn't. Uh, you should test that out, and hopefully, you can um, <laughs> start over with your skills and all that. Yeah, um, I'm gonna need to look into that because <laughs> shit. Okay. Oh okay. yeah, well. I'm sorry, Jared. Now you know. Now you know the answer to your question. Like I said, I've made the same mistake, but I caught it early. Uh, they're not very clear about that. You go, oh yeah, there are other weapons I can buy skills for. <laughs> oh great, ten thousand gold to respec. Ugh. All right. I, I I have a book, so I'll I'll respect now, and I'll tell you if it gives you your skills back if it refunds it. And I, I I save scum, so I'm not worried about it, that. I, I actually, I'm looking at it right now, and it, it does. Uh, all okay, of your, good. All right. All of your invested Amrita, Samurai, Ninja, and Onmyo magic skill ah, okay. points. So, so it, it's a it's a full blank slate that it takes you back to. So it doesn't even, for your first couple of skills, you shouldn't have to worry. But later on, you can customize, uh, um, you know, your buttons and what. And assign different buttons to what. For the first several, it doesn't matter. They'll do exactly what it says. Yeah. So. Well, this makes a lot more sense as to why. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm not having very much fun either, because none of my moves work. Right. I'm here gushing about the movement system and his special abilities, and you're like, I don't see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not not crazy about it. Like I've got some really neat ones if I watch like the tutorial video for how to do it. <laughs> uh, but actually doing it doesn't really seem all that exciting so far. So, all right. Well, that's a lesson learned. Something to think about. We're actually we had two other games we were going to talk about, but we're kind of going over on on time here. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's not super yeah. important to talk about. What uh, label uh, Batman? I know we can talk about it next week. What 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 uh, are your final thoughts on Neo? You you sound optimistic. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I, I'm I'm um, you know it, it's um, <laughs> it's kind of like the last samurai video game version <laughs> uh so i like mixing it up with the japanese locals and being the white guy um and i know there's a black guy he becomes pals with later on um i heard it's super uh historically accurate you were showing yeah me. there's it's a today. talking cat there's a talking uh, cat that yeah everyone, everyone has a spirit animals i just met a ninja slash concubine who has like a spirit rabbit and i have a spirit cat that haunts me and I just got a spirit dragon and a spirit ox and uh, all sorts of spirit animals. But I like the game a lot. Um, it's a lot to get used to when you start it out. Uh, but I think that can be said of most Souls games. Um, 
I think Team Ninja, I'm actually surprised with how much Team Ninja has innovated because when I think innovation, I don't think Team Ninja. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> so. it's, it's really impressive this is from them at all. Like, this is wildly <laughs> out of their comfort zone uh, in, in a lot of different ways. And so, I mean, in that regard, it should definitely be acknowledged, rewarded. Like, you know, if you're a fan of Team Ninja, and but you're maybe not a fan of some of the bullshit they've been doing, uh, this this might restore some uh, some favor. I'm not ready to forgive them for other M, um, <laughs> but we're getting closer. We're getting closer. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's going to take a lot to heal the wounds from other M. Yeah, this is like this is like the first step in apology. This is them leaving a box of chocolates at your door. And you're like, I'm still not sure, but let's see. What outside with a boombox in the air. Yeah, kind of. This is this is the boombox, but it doesn't have a very good song playing. <laughs> but it has like Chris Brown. Yeah, they picked they picked Chris Brown. Yeah, exactly. They 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 found the most woman beating song they could play. <laughs> and they just, they don't oh, see. No, it's just not sending the right message, guys. I mean, yeah, and it is Team Ninja, so there's like, and I think we're both pretty early in the game. So there's a lot they can fuck up, but I like it. So, I like it a lot so far. I'm, I'm and, really um, kind of holding out, thinking like, man, I bet they're gonna patch these bosses. Like, <laughs> there's a big part of me. It's like I don't want to suffer through some of this horse shit if they're gonna fix it later. Um, right. So I and then know. and then there's like I I know that part of the online component isn't done yet. So yeah, because well. supposedly P- supposedly PvP is coming. So yeah, um, so. it could be interesting. I, uh, the PvP opportunities in this game are pretty pretty deep, I imagine. So yeah, you can- yeah, and and uh, I think I like that a lot. I think that both bosses and common enemies and the revenants, um, uh, like they keep it they keep it interesting enough. Like I'm always running into a new enemy, um, and and they're always new, doing new things and there are new tricks, but they generally stick with the same weapons that William sticks to. Um, and like even bosses like the um the vampire lady, she's still got a very human moveset. Yeah, she's got her bullshit to make the boss fight harder. Um, but it does feel like, you know, it does feel like this can ultimately make for some interesting PvP matches. And the magic system and the ninjutsu system and the weapon system are so complex. Um that I think PvP has like a real shot of actually mixing things up a lot yeah in dark souls 3 you know i gave up on pvp entirely because you can you could generally see who was coming and you can generally see everyone had a fucking straight sword or a great sword and you're like i fuck this i'm not going to do this anymore uh but <laughs> it has a chance to really mix things up yeah there's a lot of variety i don't encounter very many revenants that are the same like they're they're uh they're pretty wide uh spread it seems like everybody's playing this game a little differently so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe they're getting skills uh, in the right weapons. So good for <laughs> good for them. All right. Well, it's looking good. We'll maybe we can touch on it a little more next week if we've had some time to uh, digest it a little further. Uh, maybe report okay. back if it winds up fucking up or if Doug has like you know completely different opinions on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's that's... definitely. Well, let me put it. Let me put it this way: of all the Souls like games that I play. Um, um, I think Neo is definitely the one that goes a little outside the box. I mean, it's still very much a Souls-like, but it's 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 daring to be different, unlike games like Let It Die and Salt and Sanctuary. I think that's fair. Yeah, that's definitely fair. So if you're curious, go check it out. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Um, if you're not already, 
you should go subscribe to us on iTunes or uh, whatever the other one is. Find find another one. Um, and of course, go check out our website, enemieslime.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We are at the Enemy Slime on both of those services. Uh, if you guys participated in Game of the Year at all, thank you so much for coming out and voting. Even if you didn't pick a game that made some people happy, uh, it's still uh, awesome to have that many people show up and click buttons on your site. So, uh, very, very great. And, um,. Yeah, we love you. Yeah, we love you. Even even when you let us down, we still love you. We're like your parents. So. <laughs> now get us some money. All right, and I think with that, we are out.